is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Nikki, and I am actually in Hallmark Christmas movies. And this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. So we're just pulling out all the stops for Christmas in July. Christmas in July is, I think, what the kids are calling uh, next level. Next level. Yeah, next level. Man. We are people, not messing around. No, people have said, how can Deck the Hallmark be better? And we tried a couple of things. We brought in some monkeys. That didn't work. Nope. It was a mess. Yeah. Um, but I think this is. I think we're finally getting there. I thought popcorn was going to be enough. I did. But we get, we, we're going to have all month long. You mean to tell me we're going to have actual Hallmark actors on these episodes with us? As long as everybody is as good as keeping their promises and their schedule as Nikki is, yes. Nikki's the best at that, and yes. she's also the best in the business in general, and that's why she's our favorite. Nikki, thanks for coming on. Thank you, guys. That's the nicest thing ever. Can you introduce me all the time? Because it's not always that nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, we'll walk you around. You fly us around as your hype people. That's yeah. perfect. Perfect. Yes, I love it. Um, <laughs> Nikki. Chicken tenders from the trash. <laughs> That's right. That's a bond that lasts forever. That's right. It really when, does. Yeah. when you chicken tender out of the trash with someone, you're That's stuck it. with them. That's it. Um, Nikki, uh, Merry Christmas in July to you. Merry Christmas in July to you guys. Are you uh, someone who has uh, in the past ever uh, partaken in any Christmas in July festivities? Um, yeah, well, I've watched some of the movies. Uh-huh. In Christmas in July. Does that count? Yeah, it absolutely yeah. does. You're wearing a red sweater, so that yeah. counts. I'm wearing, yeah, I'm wearing a red sweater. And to be perfectly honest, I think more than any other July, we could all use a little bit of Christmas cheer yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Right this Amen. very minute. We, we can use Christmas. a little Christmas right this very minute. Yeah. Um, Nikki, is it going to be, uh, the, you're you're going to be talking about and reviewing a movie that you're not in. That's right. Um, yeah. Is that, is that a, a weird thing for you or were, are you all about it? No, I'm all about it. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, I love it. It's going to be great. Um, before we dive into uh, magical Christmas ornaments, <laughs> Dan, just you want to say that again? There's magical Christmas ornaments. There's so much yeah. magic in these ornaments. So, ma- so, so much, much magic. magic. Uh, we would love to encourage everybody to do a couple things. One, we just launched Bramble Jam Plus, a subscription service, all our podcasts in one central mm-hmm. podcasting feed, which is uh, a, a huge weight off my shoulders. If you're somebody who is like a little bit like um, anal about like apps, like I like my apps to be in folders. I'm organized on my phone nowhere yeah, else nowhere in else life. life. But, but I phone. like my phone to be tidy. And so when I open up my podcast app and I have uh, Dyke the Hallmark, Yoga, Avogadro, History, History, all the Bramble Jam shows, just like each individual shows, it bothers me. And yeah, so really, sure. Bramble Jam Plus is just me trying. It's just, for you. It's just me yeah. and uh, trying to be better and less anxious. So and so. I'm not organized on my phone, but I hate ads on podcasts. Like yes. that's the bane of my existence. <laughs> and on Bramble Jam Plus, there are no ads. Aside from like I was talking about popcorn, there's nothing you can do about that. But the actual ads, yes. like the break, you will get no more ads for as little as $4 and some uh, yeah. cents a month. No ads on any of our podcasts, 10 podcasts uh, across the platform. And did you hear Did you hear that person who left a review last week on Apple Podcasts saying that you don't like the ads? This is this for This is for you. Mm-hmm. And also, just fast forward. I, 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 it's a st- who listens to ads? Yeah, but it's work. I, Listen to I, our ads later. I love the ads. They're great. They're great ads. We love I'm you advertisers. organized and I love ads. Yes. So, so this, is not, this Thanks, is not buddy. for you. Yeah. This is mm. not for you. Nikki, do you, do you listen to podcasts? I probably listen to a hundred podcasts 
I, I, it's my favorite, one of my favorite mediums. Wow. To be honest. I've okay. been listening to, so I was the kid who loved talk radio. Yes, oh, me yeah. too. Obsessed with talk radio since I was really, really young. All the toys that I had were all, they would talk story and I would go to sleep listening to them talking story. I was just obsessed with stories and people's stories from the time I was, I, I, I can remember my earliest memory of that was when I was three. Um, and talk radio was just I just like took to it when I was really young. We also didn't, you know, I, I had like a black and white tiny TV when I was 12. So it was like, who wants to watch that? I w- <laughs> might as well listen to the radio. And then when I moved out to LA, I got really into talk radio. And a lot of people that I started listening to on the radio, um, they are people that have podcasts now. Krista Tippett's on Bean is one of them. Um, Adam Carolla was one of them. Um, so I was like one of the first people listening to them on their podcast before podcast became a thing. Um, I'm obsessed with them. You were wow. hip. You were hip. You were cool before you cool. Cool before, before it cool. was cool. Yeah. yeah. Wait a minute. But I don't know if- I don't know if listening to talk radio is cool. No, it it's is so cool. cool. It's it so is cool, cool, Nikki. That is, but it is, it is cool. to me. <laughs> I mean, when I was a kid, I used to listen to, there's a talk show called Coast to Coast, which was people calling yeah. in about aliens. And it's what got me into doing what I'm doing today. So I'm right there with you. There you go. Um, but if you don't like ads, Bramble Jam Plus, BrambleJamPlus.com, sign up today. That's and, simple. And also, if you are, are watching a lot of these movies, as you should be during Christmas in July, to get a little merry, to get a little cherry, um, <laughs> the, the best thing to do to enhance that viewing Shirley's is, is Shirley's yes, Popcorn. absolutely. You won't regret it. Go to Shirley'sPopcorn.com. Get the white, uh, uh, white chocolate, chocolate peppermint. peppermint. Oh, my goodness. Um, and you will immediately be tra- trans, uh, transformed. transformed. Trans- uh, you'll go transported, transported yes. to December 25th. And just the feeling that hard. yes, they are hard. Thank Words you. Good thing we don't use we don't them do for, for a living. living. <laughs> um, so go to popcorn.com Use deck July twenty twenty. Get ten percent off. Get ten percent off mm. your Shirley's today. Yes. Um, just as just so you know, because I do listen to a lot of podcasts, that's the best way to do any kind of ad. I don't mind that at all as a listener. Like when somebody talks about the product, like mm-hmm. within the show. Yeah. I feel like it's organic. I feel like they actually like the product yeah. rather, rather than doing what you were saying, like where they pause and then all of a sudden they take a break and yeah. then these yeah. ads play. Gonna, don't, don't worry, Nikki, that, do that that's coming. Shirley's, Shirley's is special. <laughs> don't worry, we're going to go to so break. So you talk bad about us when you're trying to talk good about us. So there's that. I, yeah. I hate it when people go to break, they play music. It's a whole oh, thing. Oh, it's a whole thing. You'll see it. Don't worry. It's going to be good. <laughs> we ready to do this? Shirley's. Yes. Um, should we talk about uh, Magical Christmas Let's Ornaments? Let's do it. Uh, I'll do a synopsis in case you didn't see it now or if you didn't see it um, originally on December 3rd, 2017, which is when it aired. And I want a little something like this. Marie used to be a Christmas lover, but no, no, no. She was broken up with at Christmas time. And so uh, instead of being a Christmas lover who's proposed and all that stuff, no, she hates Christmas. Uh, Marie is currently working in the nonfiction department uh, at the publishing. Is that fiction or nonfiction? It's nonfiction. Okay, just want to make sure. She's currently in nonfiction, but maybe she will muster up the courage to switch to fiction, <laughs> to go and switch to fiction, which is where she really wants to be. 
Um, so she uh, she goes home. It's Christmas time, um, and she bumps into this guy named Nate who lives in the same building with her. Loves to blast Christmas music. He seems like an all around good guy. Um, she uh, she finally gets the courage. She goes and say, "Hey, I want to switch to fiction," and he's like, "Okay, but only if you do one more nonfiction book for me." And she's like, okay, deal. Which, yeah, okay. Uh, so then she goes back home. Her mom has sent her some uh, Christmas ornaments. Um, the first one was this little little angel playing a little trumpet or something like that. Yeah. The second one was a, uh, a little bit darker. It was a, a prescription bottle uh, prescribed by Dr. Santa. Yeah. Um, she decides she's going to take that bottle to a hospital, cheer up some kids, um, and one of the kids finds the Dr. S- uh, Santa prescription bottle and is like, you know Santa? And so they all tell uh, their Santa witch and all that good stuff. Um, So then uh, she decides, I'm going to take all the requests for Christmas and I'm going to uh, bring it back to my work and we are going to get all of these presents they want. It's very sweet. Um, Marie decides that she is, uh, she's then going to uh, go uh, and open up more of these ornaments. They're coming every day. And so now that she has all these ornaments, she's going to get a Christmas tree, even though still not so hot. On the Christmas. Nate, though, does come by, and we are getting hot for that guy. Uh, helps her decorate. Uh, some things happen that allow her to make this giant leap into believing these ornaments are magic. Uh, she gets uh, an ice skating ornament, and then Nate asks her to go ice skating. It's magic. Uh, the, she gets a pancake ornament. They go and eat pancakes. It's magic. Uh, the next day, Marie's boss tells her that she is going to, uh, she, they, that they have an author for her for the fiction book. And it is her ex-boyfriend. And you know that's going to be juicy. Uh, She then tells Nate, hey, I want to open up my own publishing house. I want to uh, uh, write kids' books and and all this good stuff. Uh, Nate and Marie go to a party. They have a blast um, doing charades. But when she gets back um, and opens up this manuscript that her ex-Clark sent her that he's working on, she's like, oh, no, he didn't. He wrote about our relationship. How dare he? But when she confronts him, he says all the right things as only Clark can. Dang it, Clark! It's time for the office Christmas party, and Nate's working, um, and so uh, and she has no date, and so she ends up dancing with Clark, and Clark is like, I know I want to change some things for the book, where the guy realizes that he blew it and goes back for the girl, just like Clark is doing. Clark then goes behind her back, uses Marie's passion for children's literature and the book department, pitches basically her exact same pitch that she has for her children's book publication thing. Um, And Marie uh, hears this and is like, you're the worst Clark, which he is. Um, The next night, she goes to a gingerbread cooking class with Nate. And there's this other nurse that's there. And Marie thinks that Nate is kind of into her and it's awkward. And she's like, I can't do this. I got to go. No gingerbread bread for me. So uh, she goes home. She undecorates the tree. Luckily, mom comes in, fixes everything as moms do. Uh, Marie goes to talk to her boss and says, listen, I uh, don't want to work with Clark. I want to reboot the children's department. That's what I want. And he's like, no. And she's like, no to you saying no to me. I quit. So 
she uh, sees Nate and he's like, I'm going to Florida for Christmas. Uh, I have a lighthouse. Just I throw that in there. Uh, and she's like, you have a lighthouse? I have a lighthouse ornament. Oh my goodness. And so she goes into her house. She hangs back up the lighthouse ornament. She writes a note for Nate saying, hey, I love you, blah, blah, blah. I'm throwing a uh, Christmas party for the kids at the hospital. Nate shows up and he's like, I read your letter. They kiss. And that, my friends, was the magical Christmas, Christmas ornaments. ornaments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. did it. We did. We have four seconds to talk about this. Um, but first, Nikki, if it's okay with you, we're going to go to break. <laughs> and we're going to hear from some of our advertisers. We'll be right back. Hold on. Roomba. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. Right for this. Yeah, we're back. Have you changed your mind, Nikki? Those were great ads. Those were really they? good ads. They were so good. I, yeah, I was pulled in. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to go buy some popcorn. Yep. Um, All right. I loved it. I love it. Um, we have four seconds to talk about this movie, as we normally do. We're always starting with the hot, hot take. It's the part of the show where we talk about how we thought about this movie. We do not hold back. And the one guy I know, he's more honest than anybody. <laughs> he is He is more with his yeah. uh, thoughts and his opinions uh -huh. than right. anybody that I know. Yeah. And his name's Panda. Panda, what do you think about this movie? Let me give it to you straight. I hope you do. Full dose. Full dose. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was all right. Okay. Uh, I mean, it, it's one of those movies that, like, he, here's the deal. Ornaments, big fan of the ornaments. Yeah. Love, yeah, love yeah, a yeah, good yeah, ornament. Yeah. Uh, the plot overall, a little slow to me. Okay. Uh not the most riveting plot. I don't know if I loved the chemistry between the two leads mm. uh, okay. overall. Um, can I say something? It didn't feel, I, and this is weird because it's a movie about ornaments. It didn't feel Christmassy enough really? to me. Wow. Are you sure you're not talking about our other movie this week? Oh, I, I, oh, I, I'll get to that too. But I, I absolutely this wish this movie is more. just infused with Christmas. I wanted more. I wanted more. Wow. I wanted more snow. It takes place in New York City. There's a tree in every scene. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'm wrong on that. Uh, <laughs> that's why. But okay. you just like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I liked it. It's, a, it's it. a standard hot. Nikki, what did you think about this movie? So I think Panda, what you're feeling is um, the same thing that I felt actually. Because here's the thing: I love magic. I love love. I love Christmas. Okay. So. Knowing all of that, I should have been head over heels for this movie, right? Yeah. But sure. I feel like there could have been like more magic. Yeah. Like it's lacking played magic. Up the whole, you know, is starting the movie with like not feeling like there was a lot of magic, even in the way that they shot it. And then once the magic started to enter, let that build with how they use the cameras, let it build with the chemistry, let it build with the, the music. Like they could have infused a lot more magic throughout. Um, but I loved, I actually loved the premise. Like if I were to come up with this premise and take it to homework, I'd be really excited about it. I mean, like magical ornaments, cause women, especially there's a whole group of us that really believe in signs. Mm. I mean, the universe conspiring to set in motion, this chain of events, like we love that we dig it. Um, but I thought definitely there was a mix, missed opportunity to play up the magic. Um, I think it was slow. And there were certain choices that I would have made that I feel like would have like 
given some emotional reason for the stakes. It was like all there was no stakes. And then all of a sudden the breakup scene, there was like all the stakes. Mm. And I was like, I didn't see them along the way. And um, I also would have loved for them to have built in an emotional reason for her love of literature to exist because it's such a big part of the story. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, where does that come from? Yeah. Um, why is she willing to quit her job for the love of literature or work with her ex-boyfriend? Like I need a little bit of that, but all in all, like I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to name a movie magical, yeah, like you, you really, yeah, you need to bring the magic. Yeah. And second of all, before yeah. you get to your hot take, can we just have Nikki come along for every episode to explain what Panda's saying? That's yeah. right. That, and <laughs> I, I, I was about to say, like, Nikki, Nikki brings out my best. I like to think I bring out Nikki's best yeah, as yeah, well yeah. in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so both things, so it's for both sure. Things. sure. You set me up. Like, you right. set me up perfectly. Right. Like, you set it up, and then you I said, come yeah. in, like, a You said something and, dumb, and then Nikki yeah. came yeah. along and, and uh, made it sound eloquent. You said it, and she spiked it. That's right. And that's how we've been doing it for years. That's right. Yeah, For years. Um... So I, I, I do agree. Here's a, a, a fun fact about this movie. I told Dan when we were watching it this morning, I don't remember if I had seen this movie. At the beginning of this movie, I was like, I don't really remember this one. I have seen this movie. And I remember when I, had, I saw it when she uh, quit her job. I was like, I have seen this movie. And that's when you know that this movie might, I, might not get a love from Bran because yeah. I didn't remember it. Yeah. And it's not that old. I've seen this movie. Um, I enjoy this movie fine. I, I to yeah. to kind of uh, piggy piggy back on the the magic. I think part of the reason why I had a hard time with the magic is because I she got to the magic, believing in the magic of the ornaments. What seems like to the viewer yeah. very quickly yeah. and all of a sudden, um, exactly. And There's I no and build towards it. No building, and so and but I, it did build because it didn't get until the, I think the third ornament before she was like these are magical ornaments. But we didn't get that process in her mind. Uh, like it just happened. We never and get more than a passing glance at the magic. Yes. Like it's just like oh I think these are magic. That's yes. dumb. Let's move along. Like it's never. Yeah. We never get to actually delve into that. And, and I think one of the things that you know bothers me often with with Hallmark, especially in regards to Christmas, is they never want to tell you whether or not something's actually magic. Right. It's very much like, is that magic? Is that yeah. Santa flying We're going to let you choose for yeah, yourself we'll let if you that's choose. magic. I would have preferred these ornaments actually be magic. Yeah. Um, but that's just me. And so because of that, it's just a like for man. Definitely enjoyed it. I thought it was Christmassy plenty, but that's you. Um, I, I liked it a lot, um, but it was, in my mind, forgettable, obviously, because I forgot it. So th a few things I did like about the movie. Number one is for 2017, uh, the female character pursuing the male character and continually asking uh, to go on dates and doing some of the pursuit was very refreshing and, and I not and not uh, usual for Hallmark in any year, but specifically, you know, four, three, four years ago. And second of all, the rest of this movie's utter trash. It's <laughs> it's terrible. It's it's guys. This movie should be called the magical hip of violations. They, <laughs> There is, I know we're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. And I'm not going to get specifically, but this hospital is just a walking crime. Like everyone in this hospital is committing a crime. The, I think she has more uh, chemistry with her ex than she does with the new guy. Yeah. Jessica Lowndes, you know my feelings. She's pretty. Uh, I, the, her best movie is Christmas at Pemberley Manor. And that may be because it co-stars one mm -hmm. Michael Rady, yeah. I think, which probably doesn't hurt. But 
it's just a bad movie. It's not even. And a, you did not like Pemberley Manor at the time. I did not like Pemberley Manor, but it's her best movie, and it's not. Well, I mean, even the close. whole town's a sinkhole. Yeah, the <laughs> town is a sinkhole, and there's some Jane Austen, and there's a Secret Santa in there somewhere. Yeah, loved and it. Rady's got the beard going oh, too. Yeah, man, uh, that's a good-looking man. With the beard. I mean, come on, mm. this, nothing uh, better. Uh, this smoke this show. smoke show, total smoke, smoke show, <laughs> according to Niggy. Um, she said it, not me. Uh, I I really actively hated this movie. It was not wow. good. If you're going to be magical, be all the way magical. Be so hokey and cheesy that I can't help but go along with it. I That's mean, the thing. Yes. That's the thing. Like you have to double down on it. And if you're yeah. going to suspend people's realities, right? So not to, not to call out a movie that I did, but I feel like the director really did this really well in A Dream of Christmas, where my character has to suspend reality, or you have to ask the audience to go along for mm -hmm. this ride where they are in suspension of reality. But also, as a character, you have to play every beat of that. Like, you have to be, you have to know that, like, in each moment, you're coming to the realization that these, this might be happening, that all of a sudden magic is around you. And by the way, that is like, that is a crazy realization yeah. because we live in reality. So I feel like if, I feel like the director could have made some choices to build upon that so that the audience could have gone along for the ride a little bit better. Yeah. We're, we're covering a dream of Christmas in just a couple of weeks. Okay. I've, I've not, never even heard of that one. I'm so I'm going to get to see it. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Dreams. And stuff. I mean, even like with, if we go back to last July, when we watched uh, journey back to Christmas, yeah, it's a time travel movie. We're still at the end of the movie. And we don't know if it's actually a time travel movie. Right. She could have she literally could've hit could've her head and made it all yeah. up. I, I just want like, if, if you're going to time travel, time travel. If it, you're going to have magical Christmas ornaments, I, have the magical Christmas You ornaments. don't even need yeah. to spe speak to this, Nikki, but I do feel like it's the same way that Hallmark approaches faith. Like, everyone knows that over half their audience are faith-based audience, heavily faith-based. They don't show any Christian movies, but you'll see a lot, especially CCBs, where it's like, faith is important, uh, faith persevered, but it's always this ambiguous thing that you're supposed to fill in the gap so no one's offended and you make the faith your own and no one ever told you. But they do that with magic, too. Nobody's getting offended by magic. Just be like, hey... We could see Santa at the North Pole at the beginning of this movie getting some like red and green garland magic dust and sprinkling it on Absolutely. these ornaments and having them show up at her parents' door. Because that's the with only instructions. The, magic, the most magic in this movie is the fact that the ornaments show up on time. Yeah, from the postal service. Come on. Come on. No. By the way, that was one of the things that I was going to call out. Yeah. Okay. The postal service yeah. was on point. Yeah. On point. You'll let, we'll let you they have that had, They would have had it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's time for all the feels. Part of the show we talk about what this movie gave us those feels. Panda? I've got two feels for you today, Brian. Oh, wow. Uh, first of all, I've got pancake feels. Oh, yeah. When they brought out that <laughs> stack of green pancakes, that was dude, awesome. Those, it looked like a Christmas tree. Dude, those were awesome. out of control. What did I say when they came out? Oh, he was all in. Oh, I, I was, was all so in. excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. I couldn't believe it because he was like, I'll go with the Santa stack. The flapjacks. The Santa Yeah, Santa's flapjack. Although I'm confused. Santa had little to do with that entire Stack. No, it was a Christmas tree. Right, Santa Christmas could have not only Santa involved. could make those. Fair enough. I believe that. Wow. Uh, and then second of all, I thought her resignation scene, interestingly enough, was actually Great well scene. played. The dynamic between her and the boss yeah. were actually really well done, where he was like holding his ground. No, this he, is the line. Are we okay? I love that. Like, I love that he looked at her and goes, are we okay? And she goes, no, we're not. And then they both hold the line, but they do it in a professional manner. It wasn't a big elaborate blow up, but it was really, to Every, me, I really like Everything that. was professional until the handshake when they hold hands for a solid, <laughs> I don't know, 10 time. minutes. Like, I feel like they're still holding hands somewhere. <laughs> 
and he yeah. closes his eyes. It was very okay. But up until here, that point, here's where I'm going to pause. Right. You. It was like he was trying to suck the energy <laughs> from her beautiful face. That's and right. Soul into his hand. Okay. It was a very weird. Hand it was. Right. It was. Awkward. I, I do want to pause just super quick about that, though. I had a dentist one time who had the softest hands of anyone I've Stop ever talking. held hands Stop on. talking. And I don't want to hear this story. No, and it was a delight to hold his hand. Yeah, that yeah. may be something you may need to just report somewhere. <laughs> no, I was holding his hand maybe too long. It was very so soft. he might be hands. reporting you. <laughs> it was a long time I don't want to talk about this anymore. Do you still okay. go to this dentist? Not anymore. Yeah. Is it because he didn't not no, let No, I moved. Him? I moved. I still think about him, though. He's a great, great Boy. dentist. Hands-on dentist. Wow, his hands must have been really soft. You have no idea, Nikki. Yeah. For a long time, I wanted to have soft hands like him, so I wore gloves. I was a kid. Uh, you wore and gloves? I yeah. Like Stop it. On the okay. Oh my so did gosh. you put paraffin wax on your hands? No, I put like lotion on them just to carry them around. My mom told me to stop after about four hours. She said, that's enough. Don't do that. Uh, and I said, well, are my hands <laughs> soft? She goes, very soft. I was proud of it. I are, feel like are, we know each other so much better now. Yeah. Are, are you Norman Bates? <laughs> like what in the world is happening right now? Oh, talk about the soft hands. I just want to make it clear. You will not wear gloves for COVID. No. But to get soft hands like your dentist. Heck yes. Yeah. You have... His hands were great. Nikki, any feels for you? Yes. Um, by the way, Panda, I too loved that moment because I was like, well played. I liked mm -hmm. how that happened and how she, I thought that was nice up until the handshake again. <laughs> the kids in the hospital just got me because, yeah. you know, that's like such a special thing for me because of my son. We do every single year, we do a toy drive for the kids at Children's Hospital at Lo of Los Angeles. And so that gave me a lot of feels. Brendan Perry reading to the little girl at one point, and then the kids in their Christmas wonderland. Um, uh, that part of it, I just, I did. My heart was open Love wide. It. Yeah. Um, Dan's going to hate my feels. Oh, boy. Because he hated it when it happened, and I loved it. Um, at one point, she says the line, if you screwed, you lose. Oh, and I love that line. That's a great line. I'm, I'm going to take that with me for, wherever I go. If you screwed, you lose. For a movie that has so many issues with not knowing what a rhyming couplet is, for you to take that, <laughs> if you screwed, if you screwed, you lose. You lose. Yeah. That's awful. Because That's awful. she hated Christmas and she realized that her scrooging Maybe was making her losing. Run. Maybe it doesn't have to rhyme. If you snooze, you lose. It, it rhymes. It already it, That line snooze, saying lose. snooze, lose already exists. Oh you just gosh. put Scrooge in there. Call oh. it a day. It's a great line. It's terrible. It it's gave me... It's a great uh, line, Nikki, Nikki says. It's giving me feels, and I'm going to use it on okay. a regular basis. You yeah. will hear me my, say it at some point during another Christmas in July show. My my feels are, is going to be from the ex-boyfriend, so there you have it. Uh, so this character, Clark, that they bring in, Clark, he oscillates between like super villain and I really am a good guy, and I don't understand it. Like Every right. time you think... He's just going to pivot one way. He goes back to the other, which is very unusual for a Hallmark movie. Normally, like you can tell from the beginning, oh, my ex, my ex-husband, he's actually a nice guy or he's the worst. He's terrible. This guy at one point is like just an absolute jerk. Next minute is, well, when he brings the, the manuscript to her that tells the story, they, you know, they hammer home this fiction, nonfiction thing. And it's terrible. All movie long. Yeah. But when he says to her, let's write the ending that we deserve, even if it's fiction. Yeah. When he, that's a great line because what he's saying is, is that I screwed up. I was wrong. Even if I don't get you back, 
I want to write a story that reflects what I wanted to do to begin with. And it's a really well-written line and it was well-delivered. And now- that, he, he also said another, sorry to interrupt, but he also good. had- other well-written line in the very beginning when, or no, not him, but Brendan Perry did when in the room, when they were sitting down on the couch, there were a couple of lines that I was like, that's a really good line. Yeah. 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 I, I just thought considering how next he pivots and steals her idea and becomes terrible again, it was one of these moments where I was like, I kind of would rather her be with him. You know, like I just, but didn't last, but like that line really worked for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's typically how I feel about Brendan Perry movies. Oh boy. Shot. Hey, um, Nikki, we're gonna go to a break again. Do you wanna? <laughs> do you wanna kick? Do you wanna take us to break? Yeah, I'm gonna take you guys to break. Let's hear about some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, the bills are paid. Bills That's are paid. the good news. Yeah, um, we did it. Do you guys want to wait? What wait, I would love what? to. It's time. It's part of the show. We talk about what this movie made us go. Wait, what Panda? Uh, so the thing that is keeping her locked down in the nonfiction world, and that she has solidified yeah. her her yeah. case for being the editor of all nonfiction is, and I just want to make sure this is clear: a really successful Christmas cookbook. She meant they mentioned several things because she did the J.P. Perry or whatever a novel, and the, then the they rail off like three or four titles okay. in a row. They all sound as boring as the previous one, mm -hmm. and that basically she's found a home there. And clearly, you can't cross from fiction to nonfiction. Right, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You couldn't. But yeah. Uh, Second thing about this, but how'd she cross in the first place? I yeah, think what was happened was is she had some success with JP, and they said, "Hey, nonfiction's really struggling. Do it." And then she became, you I know, see. if you're ever really good at something, you kind of become that person. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to be seen as anything. Yep. But she that. said, with the success, we're the Hallmark of, guys. There's she, something we but can she do. She talks about, about nonfiction and fiction like they're North and South Korea. Like she's like, <laughs> boy, if I could only get back to good over there with fiction. Like I just, where did my life go wrong where I ended up with real stories? <laughs> where did my life go wrong? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, the other thing, I, I, and maybe this is, uh, maybe it's because I'm not maybe a, a book industry insider kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they said that there's no room for a high profile author writing a children's yeah. book. Won't make, them any it won't make us any money. And guys, I'm not maybe the sharpest knife in the box here, but that seems false. I think you could make maybe a little bit of money from a big name author. Yeah, if John Grisham's like, I want to write like a snowy day part two, like every publishing it. company's jumping at that. I just don't understand. I don't understand their, the, the entire thing with that. And then I guess my final thing is how... He's playing his music. It, it, they mentioned he plays his music loud, loud yeah, 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 loudly, yeah. and the walls are paper thin. thin. But when you hear how loud he's playing it, we're not talking like a little loud, guys. Like <laughs> this is a noise complaint. Like I'm scared for his hearing. It is yeah. oppressively yeah. loud. Like you can hear. It's like well, and, and to, to that point, we talked about this. Uh, I thought that they were next door neighbors, which right. would make sense. They're down it's the loud hall, right. It's down the hall and around right. the corner. <laughs> Guys, he is black. What kind of sounds? I mean, but his hearing speakers. is destroyed. Yeah. It is, it's his ears like are he, bleeding. He's yeah, at for sure. A rock concert. Yeah, yeah. And he's playing Frank Sinatra. <laughs> yeah. For sure, as I mean, he should. I mean, who as wouldn't? he should. Yeah. He's bleeding from the ears. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki, what you got? I had a couple. 
So I too was like this nonfiction fiction thing. I almost felt like that was a bigger plot point than the romance at times. Mm. And the stakes were even higher for that than it was for the romance. And so for me, I'm like, if you don't give an emotional reason for her, you know, commitment, (laughs) like you said, North and South Korea, (laughs) it really, really was a serious thing and a huge plot point. If there's, if you don't give us any backstory or emotional reason for that to exist, then the stakes are high for no reason. And, and so that I was like, wait, I'm, I'm so confused. Like, how did that become a bigger storyline than the love? And then I got to find out that like, they were college sweethearts. So it was four years ago that they broke up and she still hates Christmas four years later. I feel like if they could have made that breakup more recent, then the stakes would have matched that again. You know what I mean? Like if you make that breakup like last Christmas and she's going into this and she's like, I just am not in the Christmas spirit and I don't know that I want to be in the Christmas spirit. Then that makes the stakes really high because it's the first Christmas after that big thing happening. So that was another thing that I was like, wait, what? Um, and, and the all is lost moment. I, I, because none of those things existed, then the all is lost moment, which is the moment where they break up. I, I did, I, I w- really struggled my way through. Yeah, for sure. Like big time. And, and by the way, none of this stuff is the actor's fault. Like this all comes down to story and putting story together. Um, but, but I really struggled with that moment because I was like, a, the stakes have been all over the place. I don't really, I, I, and also like, what is, she was saying like, you've got everything going for you and everything's so new and I don't want to be that neighbor who hates Christmas. And I was like, wait, what is, what is she, I don't right. even know what that means. Um, like she has new stuff happening too. I didn't, I, yeah, and I, the other thing that I was like, that made me go, wait, what was, uh, so the best friend gives a speech when they were in the kitchen after playing the games <laughs> and we're deep into the movie at this point in time. And then she was, and then, and they're talking about the love Nate and she's like, uh, the Marie character is like, I just need a sign. I just need a sign. And I'm like, girl, you have got 48 signs. <laughs> <laughs> like, more signs? like what? What is happening? <laughs> For- like, you just got a garage of Christmas ornaments. <laughs> You got like, you know, uh, the, the, the magical things happening yeah. all around you and you're asking for more signs. It just seems very selfish. Yeah. Yeah. So um, save some signs for some other people pining for love, for, for the I love mean, of everything good and decent. Yeah, there's, there's some other people who want some signs. So like, I also, with that moment, I was like, wait, I, what? <laughs> I love, I it. love it. Um, that dog. That poor dog needs to go. <laughs> that dog needs to go to the bathroom. There's <laughs> no way. At the very beginning, she walks in. Hey, pupper. Hey, pupper. He's by the door. Clearly, because okay. he has to go. Clearly, because he has to go to the bathroom. What does she do? She makes a FaceTime call. And there is no way in the world no. my dogs are making it through that no. FaceTime call. They'd be like, Hey, I gotta hey. go. I gotta go to the bathroom. Potty. I gotta go potty. Uh, right, she thinks his barking is because of the ornaments, and he really right. has to go potty. Yeah, yeah. he has to the whole movie. Yeah, he, he lasts still, the whole. Sam still has to go. He potty. still has to go. <laughs> he still has to go potty. Yeah. And I understand, man. We don't want to watch her just go out and, and take the dog potty. But it's like for me personally, I need to know <laughs> just if that dog. In the scene that way. In the All scene, right, take gotta, it out, gotta, the gotta, gotta go. Um, Marie's friend, who I, I uh, Andy, uh, Andy. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah. Um. 
she is always ready to go with a, like another <laughs> cup of coffee. She oh, yeah. always has oh, yeah. two cups of coffee just in case, just in case Marie ever needs coffee. She's like, you need one? I got it. I got it. I got it for you. She's sitting around the corner. The coffee. Whoever, like Andy, whoever that actress is, they were they treated her before every scene like they treated us the first time we were on GMA. Yeah. It's just big energy. They come yeah. up and they're like, hey, big energy. Big here. energy. Big energy. Coffee. Coffee. Big, ener- big energy. Bring big coffee. Energy. And then every action. And she's like this. She's just ready to go. <laughs> coffee. Um, <laughs> Nate is the worst clue giver ever. Oh, he's terrible. So I, I want to, this is, the, he has the word chimney. Yeah. And for chimney, this is the clue he gives. What Santa does every year. <laughs> That's his initial clue. Could what Santa that. does every year. And God bless her. She eventually got there, but it took three clues. It took three. He said, "What Santa does every year?" And she, and he and she said, uh, uh, "Delivering uh, gifts." Delivering gifts. He's like, "No, on the rooftop." And she's like, I don't know, "Gifts, gifts." No, what he goes down. What Santa goes down is the first clue. That's yeah. all you have to do. Santa goes down the chimney. Done. Moving on. Nate. And they still won. But that's the thing is they had to get a whopping three correct yeah. to win. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I don't big think you're dealing hurdles. with the brain trust on yeah. that. Charade. Big hurdles. <laughs> And um, it's not Claude, charade. Charade, you charades, be right? Okay, what is well, it? This is the I think I said charades too. What is it? What's the game called where you can say whatever you want? Pictionary. No, pic- no, you have to drop you dummy. It's pictures in a word. <laughs> it's not pictionary. <laughs> it's uh. What's the game where you say things? It's a pictionary. <laughs> we uh we, we play a game. <laughs> we we. <laughs> what's the game where you write stuff? Say things. <laughs> We play a game called Fishbowl, yeah. which is three rounds. The first one you can say whatever. You're doing a great job, Panda. Thanks, buddy. Oh, man. Some days I Scrabble, try. Scrabble, Scrabble. <laughs> I try so hard. Um, Kalar, this is my last one. Win, lose, or draw. Is it win, lose, or draw? I think it's win, lose, or draw. Um, Clark is trying to make a case for Marie to stay on the project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Clark says she's the best story (laughs) editor I've ever worked with. And it is important to know, it's the only only story editor you've ever worked with. You're a first-time author. God bless you, Clark. Dan? Yeah, I've got a bunch. Hope you're seated. Uh, One of the first (laughs) lines of the movie, she's out to eat with her best girl, Andy, I believe. And she says... One of the perks of being an editor of nonfiction is you get to eat at all the New York's hottest pop-ups. What? <laughs> Wait, what? what? The reason that you get to get into all of these fancy restaurants is because you edit nonfiction. You didn't know that? You walk by a New York pop-up and it's actually all only non-fiction, non-fiction editors. editors. <laughs> it's like celebrities, take a hike. Nikki, we can't get you a table because there's six nonfiction editors in the room, Nikki. I'm sorry. There's nothing we could do the about auth- it. The authors can't even get it. They've got, a co- they've got a combined three Instagram followers. <laughs> three of their moms are like, nah, nonfiction, forget it. Move along. Dude, she talks about nonfiction like she's in the mafia in The Godfather. <laughs> like once it was, it was heavy. Once it was a lot of nonfiction. Talk. Nonfiction has your its claws in you. You're done. <laughs> um, I do want to point out that Mar- uh, Marie's mom is from that northern part of Albany called Canada. Uh, just so we're clear, uh, she says, "Don't you know?" At one point, <laughs> we, she wasn't even trying to cover we, it up. Are we watching Bobby's World? Yeah. Like, what is happening? Uh, that first Facetime call. Hello, don't you know? Oh, <laughs> oh, Marie, uh, don't Maria, you know? how you doing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, 
So let's talk about this hospital for a second and all the laws they're breaking. Um, they, walk, they walk in, right? They walk into the place, and this guy who's in a suit and tie, and I assume is the general manager of the hospital or something, he looks at Andy and goes, you can take all the pictures you want. <laughs> Sorry. You're on a, in a children's hospital, right? Yep. On the floor where we're presuming it covers everything from sprained ankles to cancer. That's the only thing I can come up with. And you're taking pictures of just rando children. How is that okay? Do we need the parents' consent? No. <laughs> They're good here. Yeah, it's part of their health insurance plan. Sign off on it. It's a $10,000 deductible plus unlimited pics. <laughs> I, I, I just don't understand. And then, like... The ch the room. These poor children are just slightly injured orphans. Like they have no parents around to watch them. None of their parents are there. None of their parents visit them. None of them go. Hey, I know you got injured in gymnastics and tore a tendon, but chin up, sweetie. You're gonna make it. Like she got a. Like I don't understand. Also, also I'll have to say that I forgot about that one because I was like. You wouldn't still be in the hospital. No. I would be gone. No. Like you would go in, they would take a look at your leg, they would do some imaging, they would put you in a cast or put you on crutches and then send you home. You wouldn't still be at the hospital. So it was like, yeah. it was, I think it was their way of avoiding having like- A serious issue. True. A serious yeah, yeah, yeah. issue. Yeah, and you know, you're also, well versed in that, but simultaneously, we're to assume that this poor girl has been at the hospital long enough- for sure. With a tendon tear that her parents have stopped visiting. <laughs> They're like, they brought her multiple Christmas uh, pajamas. Should we go see Janie today? It's been eight days in a row. <laughs> I think she can manage. She needs some alone time. Like, I, I just, every kid is uh, just a healthy orphan. Like, they, none of them have any any parents around and they're just running out of each other's like rooms it's a mess that i would not send my kid anywhere near that hospital yeah and nate at one point gets off the phone and immediately discloses the conversation he had about one of the patients with uh, yes Bruce. he's like oh you don't uh, understand she just we just got this mri back it looks like she's torn another tendon like my wife my wife works in pediatrics and she will see someone that i'm a dear friend with and their kid comes to see my wife and my wife comes home and will not tell me a thing about it like i'll have to get yeah. a text from my friend she won't say a word and Ash, that's the right thing to do. My yeah. husband's a lawyer and represents actually like half of my friends. And I never know. And they'll be like, yeah, well, I'm sure Ryan told you. I'm like, no, he didn't because he's not supposed <laughs> that's to. That's right. Exactly. It's pretty straightforward. At one point, Jessica Lowndes says uh, she can't date a neighbor. Like how far are we expanding <laughs> this? Who can she date? I, if somebody lives, is it because she thinks she's going to be, it's going to be awkward if she runs into him in the hallway? Yes, of course. Okay, maybe that's a what the hallmark, I But guess. floor I, above, I don't is know. that fair game? Uh, floor below? Floor above, floor you below. You still have to see him in the elevator. Okay. That's true. Okay, that's fair true. enough. I'll take that well, one back. Uh, We've we, never lived in New York and We haven't. So. Yeah, neither of those things. Can we talk about Tiny Tim just briefly? This guy <laughs> says that Tiny Tim, the character in A Christmas Carol, inspired him to pursue medicine. Okay, fine. Fine, 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 fine. But then he says, like, it was my just distinct joy every year to say Tiny Tim's famous line at the end of the movie. Now, the only thing I can figure is that that line is copyrighted or they would have had to pay money for it because we get teased that the whole movie long and he never says, says it. it. Don't make me say it. He never says it. Is it, can we not say God bless us everyone? 
Like, is that line copyrighted? For them to set that up all movie and for him to not say that at the very end at of the At the movie, end, they kiss, and he goes, he goes God, God bless, bless us, us everyone. everyone. That is how this movie has to end, and it just doesn't happen. It's like Mariah Carey direct, directing a Hallmark movie and, and then not, not singing All I Want for Christmas is You. How is that possible? Or not singing at all. She didn't sing yeah. in the movie. Don't make me sing. Uh, yeah, uh, somehow a, a first date escalated from coffee to ice skating really quickly, and I just don't Real know how that, that happens. Um, and then lastly, JP, the, the guy who wrote the very famous book, he sends Marie the project he's been working on, and it's a children's book, which is awesome. It's not a manuscript. It's not pages. It is a fully illustrated, <laughs> bound, <laughs> ready-to-produce book. The, fully. Fully. He yeah, there's he a barcode on the back. Look, he doesn't need them. Yeah, it's got he doesn't an, need them. It's got an ISBN that's number. What I was saying. Like if you, that's what I was saying. I was like, you actually don't need them at all. No. You have the book. Go what, print some copies. What does the editor even do in that situation? Right. Right. Looks good. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's it. I love it. It's time for What the Hallmark. It's part of the show where we wonder what could have been, maybe happened. Give some clarity to the questions that we still have. Panda, what are you still wondering? There's two things. First of all, I want to know about the relationship that uh, our girl Marie has with her doorman. Because she somehow manages to get her the, doorman's no, late the, mother's... The post office worker sees her every morning. It's the, it's the postal worker that keeps handing her the things. Well, at one point, there's a line where it says, the doorman's late mother's apple strudel recipe she makes for the doorman. Yeah, he's, that's a friend. She said, uh, at the first, that's the first conversation of the movie, and they're going back and forth, and and she's like, hey, you have a really good way of making pe people feel special around the holidays. And Jessica Lowndes like, no, I'm not sure. And she goes, yeah, you made your doorman's... Ex, you know, her, her dead wife's whatever. So you're wondering yeah. about yeah, how like, that came to be? I mean, that's a, pretty, that's a pretty specific thing to go out of the way. Oh, like you have a recipe. We never see the doorman. No, you never do. You see and the doorman every time you walk in the door. What are you talking about? No, I, we never saw the doorman. We door never man. see the doorman. Yeah, it's just yeah, a story to make her sound I would like just, she cares. But I just want to know what the Hallmark's yeah, for. What the Hallmark. and then I, I thought it was the post office worker. This is my fault. Yeah, yeah, it's on no, me. It's on me. It's on me. Now that you've co-opted this one, how about this one? Huh? Now that I've co-opted this one, how about this one? I think that Nate... It's Pictionary. <laughs> I think Nate has... Come back for <laughs> Is it shoots and ladders? Is that what we're looking for? Shoots and ladders? You were the climbers shoot there? Is that the one? <laughs> I think Nate's in also into his co-worker. Uh, I can't remember. Lauren, is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of touching. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of, of touching. playful lot of shoving touching. during the gingerbread. Far yeah, yeah, yeah. more. I mean, there's some playful shoving y'all yeah and i'm just i'm just saying definite I'm, flirtation i think there's some flirtation yeah, yeah, going on yeah, yeah. i just i want to know i was fully expecting to get some sort of like Resolution she talks to, yeah. to marie and says oh no i already have a boyfriend we didn't like that. get that no she's totally into him yeah a hundred percent yeah nikki well i just want to know more about like why all these people think they can be so nosy about her packages <laughs> <laughs> single time she gets a package somebody's like oh so what's in it what's in it she's gonna open like or like Brennan Perry the first time and just like stands there on the like next oh. to her counter like waiting for her to like oh. open who are these people that's great that think that they have a right to like be a part of her package opening I've never experienced that in my entire life 
if the male's yeah, not sacred, what is? But like, wow, I just I just need to know who these people are in life and probably not be friends with them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You gonna open that or you want me to open you it? Open you want it? me to open uh, your uh, mouth? I don't have anywhere to be. There. You go ahead. Hey, if you need a hand, cool. you let me know. I'll be here I'll all day. Um, JP says he has a TV show. Okay. Which okay, I love JP. Yeah, big. So JP, I'm yeah. in for. It. I want to know more about that TV show, what it's about. He just kind. He is a, a, a definition of classic of humble brag because oh, yeah. he just kind of works. You know, my TV show. Um, and then I also want to know about uh, Clark's podcast. We don't get a ton of info no, about no, what don't. the podcast is, and as somebody who creates podcasts, very interested in Clark's podcast. Um, and I can't believe they would give a publishing deal to a podcaster. Like, I yeah, yeah, no, who, who would do that? That's a terrible idea. Um, I need to know about JP's contract with the publishing company because they reference several times that he's under contract. And at the end of the movie, he just goes, no, I'm going with you. I'm going with uh, Marie and her book. I'm going to go elsewhere. I, it Not seemed like the, the contract is going to be pretty ironclad. Like, I, I, I want to know more about the specifics of the contract. And then secondly, that lighthouse ornament has a polar bear at the top of it. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I, what's going on there? I like to think that the polar bear went up the spiral staircase. And couldn't get back and down. And couldn't get down. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I came all the way up here. Oh, oh, man. Also, I feel like the tree needed to be a little bit bigger to house all yeah. of those ornaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I, it, wasn't, it wasn't helping the matter that Marie has never hung an ornament yeah. in her life. Oh, Hey, let me, where's the flimsy limbs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got this heavy ornament. Where are the in flimsy the ones at? Oh. It was like this, trying mm. to find the like. Somebody the, got those in dailies and was like, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, let's move along. <laughs> that's where I'll put it. I'll put that right there. Uh, we, did we did it, it everybody. Did Magical it, yeah. Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Uh, so much fun. Even more fun with our Shirley's popcorn. Yeah. Um, we, uh, Nikki, we have a tradition at the end of every episode. We have sons of amazing listeners. Some of them. Sons? Uh, so, sons of them. Some of our listeners. Some of our listeners sons, pay yeah. a little extra something for bonus content, Bramble Jam Plus. We call them double deckers. Yeah. Um, and each week, uh, Panda does a deep dive and tells mm -hmm. a story about... Uh, one or two of our listeners, and Nikki, I want you to know, like, if you like a, a story, if you like this story, like, you can have it. You can you can write about it if you want to, because they're really just amazing stories. Just yeah. amazing stories. Uh, who do we have today? We have Michelle Brenneman and Matt. No last name. Michelle Brenneman and Matt. Mm, Michelle and Matt. Yeah. Uh, longtime friends, uh, as they are uh, on our podcast <laughs> groups. Uh huh. Uh, <laughs> Just try again. Try again. Nope, nope, nope. You I'm sticking with over? No, I'm going to go. Long I'm time friends, friends as they with, are as on they our are podcast. On this podcast. And so they're just saying words right now. Uh huh. Uh, and so <laughs> they decided to start. Dude, you're just playing tic tac toe over there. <laughs> they, that was a game. Yeah, I, game. No, no, no. I got it. No, no, I, I, you see, I see what you did there. <laughs> they decided to start their own company called. Fizz be gone. Fizz be gone. Fizz be gone. Now, can I take a just a stab at what yeah, this sure, is? Yeah, sure, sure. It takes the fizz out of soda. No. Okay. Now, <laughs> you would think that, right? Fizz be right. gone. Yeah. What is it? No. So what they do is they sell secondhand furniture that's been used by celebrity animals. So give Wait, me an celebrity animals. Yeah, yeah. Give yeah. me an example. Right. So you remember Babe the Pig? I I do. Babe. Right. Babe, Great. That's he, like 20 years ago. Right, sure. He had, little known fact about him, had a little side desk that he used to use from time to time, and they sold it. 
It was called Fizz Be Gone. Fizz? What, what's the Fizz Be Gone mean? Oh, well, that's Mike's last name. Fizz. Mike Fizz. And now Michelle and Matt are the two people we're doing. Right, and right. you said it's Mike's last name. Yeah, that's Mike. Mike a third, is a Mike's a third partner? entity quiet yeah. the entire so time behind So we're just going to hurtle right over big to big and, 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 and <laughs> We're just going to jump right over that and be like, yeah, with his little hoes. What would he do? Like, I got to put some things up here on the side desk. <laughs> So, and Mike <laughs> named the company Fizz, Fizz his gone. last name, yeah. Be Gone. Well, that's why he's not listing the credits that we yeah. just mentioned. Well, and maybe Mike left. His name was Fizzby, so the, 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 it's Fizzby Fizz gone. gone. Fizzby right. gone. Fizzby gone. And really quickly, <laughs> what did Air Bud have? Oh, just the, the coolest thing Chase you've ever Lounge. seen. Chase Lounge? No, no. Recliner. Yeah. yeah Recliner. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Automatic. Yeah. Side desk, though. Could have picked anything in Animal Ways on anything. I am going to go out on a ledge and say, Nikki's not going to take this story. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. <laughs> we'll try again next time. Nikki, thank, thank you so much. repurposing angle. Yeah. Taking something old and making it new. It's um, all there for you, Nikki. It was just the bare structures of, of what she's it's so there. encouraging. So much nicer than we are. I'm trying. I'm just trying. To, I'm, I'm working on it. Believe me, I'll Do get your something best. out. Of it. If you work on it longer than a couple seconds, that's longer than what I just did. So. It's, it's going to be called the pig side desk. Pig side desk. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, so Thanks much fun. Guys. You can come on anytime. Absolutely. Our, our Skype's always open. Always. Always so happy to be with you guys. You make my morning, you make my week. I'm so happy to be here. And I just love that you do this for all of our movies. Like, you know, I've been, I've been roasted too. And I love it. It's like, but also to be perfectly honest, like I love hearing it because it also makes me like want to think about all of these things even more just so I can be like, Hey guys, did you find anything? It's, like with the yeah. intention of just trying to create a movie where you Ooh. guys can't find I love anything. it. Challenge accepted. I'm now. Yeah, and it's it's a real rite of passage these days. You really haven't really been a Hallmark actor until you've had us really give you a hard time. <laughs> I love it. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. Thank you guys for having Absolutely. me. Before you. before you leave us, do you have any um, Hallmark Christmas movie news you can share with us? Yeah, I'm leaving in. Uh, I'm leaving on Wednesday to wow. drive to Canada because coronavirus. Yeah. Um, so we're doing the the drive. We're gonna camp out. Wow. <laughs> You're driving from Los Christmas. Angeles to Canada. Yes, we are. Oh boy. How long of a drive is that? Whole family. family? The whole family. I mean, we've been on pretty serious lockdown. You know, my family has. Um, so we're just trying to be super careful and yeah. also to be very respectful to Canada, who kind of they've kind of gotten this virus under control. They're in phase three of opening. God bless them. Uh, of reopening. And, um, you know, they really have put in place just for all the people because I get asked all the time, like, what are we going to get new movies? Um, Hallmark is working really hard. uh with in with SAG and to create a lot of regulations and a lot of safety protocols to keep everyone safe while on set. Um, I'm one of the people that has been super strict about all of this. And I'm, you know, even I feel pretty comfortable about it, especially since, you know, Canada's forced quarantine for two weeks. And um, they're really serious about making sure that everybody stays safe. So, yep, I'm going to go on Wednesday. I'll be in quarantine for two weeks, and then we'll start filming. That's wow. fantastic. I love it. Looking we can't forward wait to, it. to see it. It's going to be flawless, I'm sure. I'm 
excited. I'm yeah. excited to bring you guys a Christmas movie. Yeah. I love We're it. We can't wait. Uh, until next time, everybody, we'll be back on Thursday with uh, Christmas with Holly, a classic. Yeah, and I hear if, if I give this movie a hard time, people are going to be really angry. Yeah. So just well, stay tuned. Uh, stay <laughs> until next time, may we be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Friendly TV and recorded live in Greenville, South Carolina at the Bramble Jam Podcast Network Studios. It's produced by Brandon Gray. You can find out more information at deckthehallmark.com.